Hi, my name is Candy Gibson and I'm the host of Pause for Thought, a new series about animals changing human lives for the better. This podcast is brought to you by Animal Therapies Limited, a registered health charity created in 2018 to promote the use of animal-assisted services for those suffering trauma, disability and adversity. Today we are going to focus on equine therapy, a treatment that involves activities with horses to promote human physical and mental health. My first guest is Jasmine Hobbs, a young woman with severe anxiety as well as a heart condition and spinal problems who started equine therapy 18 months ago. problems including heart conditions back problems so I've never been able to go horse riding or take horse riding classes or just generally being around horses but I've always really liked horses they're just they're graceful but also they're more fun when they're not graceful (laughs) but I used I did try going on like easy trail rides and those sorts of things but I found that you didn't really get to interact with the horses so much they don't really notice that you're there or anything it's just another day on the job for them so it always kind of disappointed me but when I found out about horse equine therapy I was able to interact with the horses and like properly build a bond with them and it just it's so much better (laughs) it makes me really happy were you receiving counseling or beforehand how did you get into equine therapy and what, what prompted you i've tried that before but it didn't really work so well for me because i'm really good at avoiding topics it was hard for me to talk about stuff because i kept somehow getting sidetracked at any possible opportunity. I didn't intend to, it was just avoidance. So it didn't really work out so well for me with, because I have anxiety as well. So talking, eye contact, face-to-face stuff isn't really my strong suit. What difference did the horses make? With the horses, I get, It's not always about talking about things or verbally reflecting. Sometimes it's more observing the horses and how they respond to situations and then internally thinking how that reflects on me. Can you give me an example, Jasmine? There's one horse that I work with a lot and he's often really scared of things that he really doesn't have to be scared of. Like there's these small poles that we would get him to step over. And eventually he got pretty calm with that. But as soon as they were painted blue, that was a very different story. Had to go through it all over again. But it was helpful to help him go through these obstacles because from an outside perspective, I could see that obviously there's nothing really to fear here and especially when the log's just been painted blue, it's the same log, it just looks slightly different. So I could infer that back to 
my situations with my anxiety and like getting through a situation, going care, going gently, um, sometimes take a step back and try it again rather than just trying to go head first and pressure yourself into a situation. I'm not quite sure how to explain it, but the, the tactics that you use to help the horse get through the obstacles is very much the same as the tactics that I can use on my own anxiety, on my own situations, and things like if if I've done something very similar before, but it's in a new context, then I would get very stressed about that again. But after seeing the horse walk, walk through the painted log, I could realize that, well, it is still the same situation. What difference has it made to you that you didn't get out of traditional sort of counseling? I'm definitely more confident, more willing to try situations. Um, I don't put as much pressure on myself anymore, and that helps a lot. Uh, I used to think that um, miscommunicating with people or if I messed up an interaction with someone, that it was my fault and that I've done something wrong, even if I wasn't really aware of what's going on. But working with the horses, there's a lot more give and take with the communication because you're trying to understand the horse and the horse is trying to understand you at the same time. And then I realized that that's kind of <laughs> what all social situations are like, really. So it's not, it's not always dependent entirely on me to, to understand every single social cue. How would you explain this to somebody perhaps, yeah, who is battling with their own problems and has never considered equine therapy or perhaps doesn't even ever had a traditionally a relationship with animals? I would definitely encourage it in pretty much anyone I know. Um, it's very much about interaction, social skills, and self-reflection, I think. Do you think this is something that you will continue with long-term? I would definitely like to, <laughs> yes. And do you have, um, do you sort of set yourself goals for yourself in terms of how much you want, you think you're getting out of it and how much more you can get out of it? Or do you just feel that you you can see the, the change in yourself when you just think it's sort of incremental improvements? Well, I didn't really notice the change in myself for quite a while. And then a lot of small things, a lot of big things, but I just sort of didn't notice because I didn't realise I was transferring a lot of these ideas between the horses and myself. There was one time I was out in a crowded place in the city. And I was quite nervous because I just get stressed in around lots of people. And then I took a deep breath and remembered like how the horses do that. They, after going through a particularly difficult obstacle, they come out the other end and go, <sighs> and I mimic them when I'm doing that. And I ended up pretty much doing the same thing in the city and it calmed me right down. And I thought that was very surprising. I'd never considered that before, but in the past, 
when I get stressed and people would say, take a deep breath, take a deep breath, I never really understood what they were saying. So I'd I'd physically take a deep breath, but I didn't feel the same, like, emotional calming that side of it I couldn't understand and now working with the horses I've accidentally taken that on and I can take a proper deep breath and calm myself down in those sorts of situations and I think that's cool another reason that I find equine therapy much more helpful than say office therapy is because speaking face to face I get very anxious and stressed about that and that kind of causes my brain to fry and I forget everything that's happened in the week have bad things happened I don't know anymore and whereas working with the horses the horses are there and they calm me down so that I can talk about these things if I have to and and a lot of the time I don't necessarily have to talk about things because there's a the more self-reflective aspect to it and the interaction with the horse so it <laughs> it's been more helpful for that my brain doesn't get fried anymore <laughs> jasmine thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story our next podcast will feature zel tomasevic a social worker and founder of painted pony psychotherapy zel is going to discuss her three loves animals, the environment, and a deep-seated desire to help people born out of her experience as a refugee from the Balkans. I hope you can join us next on Pause for Thought. Bye for now.